Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is the daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Today is Wednesday, and usually like on on the internet today is like Women Crush Wednesday, and so I want to talk about an issue or a topic that um, impacts some women and impacts women in general. And it's this phenomenon that's happening more recently of the female breadwinner. So going back into time, you know, into the early, the 50s, the 60s, women were not in the workforce at the same rate they are now. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and you're an adult, your, your parents were born between, you know, probably between the 40s and and the 60s, you know, 60s or whatever. And during that time, when they were growing up, your grandmother probably didn't really work outside the home. Um, and if she did, it wasn't, she didn't earn more than your grandfather. And your parents probably both worked, but your father may have made more than your mother. And that may have been the dynamic that you may have understood. But from that time, as the changes began to occur, um, from our grandparents' time, our our mothers were encouraged to work more. It was necessary between different things that were happening in the economy for them to work more. And then education was being pushed on girls in a way that it had not been before. And so the idea that young women would go to college and actually earn a degree, not just like, not just do the certain fields, maybe nursing or secretarial work, that they would actually earn degrees for which they could actually go into the workforce and earn a, earn a living. That be, that push began during that time. So our parents were pushing us or our generation to go into the workforce and to be a force within it. And so... And although women still do not make a dollar for dollar what men earn, women are going into the workforce and therefore um, at higher, they're going into, excuse me, they're going to university at a higher rate than men. And therefore they're graduating and able to go into jobs and into the workforce and have enough time to begin to earn salaries. Now, again, if they're doing the same job as a man, they're not earning the same amount of money. But if they, they can go into more higher paying jobs and therefore can find themselves in a situation where they earn more money than their partners. And so you take it to now where a 2013 Pew Research study showed that 40% of American households with children have a woman as a higher earner. So that makes the woman the breadwinner. The breadwinner is just defined as the person who earns the most money and whose salary the the family is basically dependent upon. That number jumps for black families. Black families um, where there are children present in the household, 60% of those households are, are run by female breadwinners. And both these numbers do include households where there's a single mother. Um, and so that number jumping up for African-Americans at, makes sense um, as well. But it's still a very high rate of households where the woman is the female breadwinner. So the question becomes, how does being a female breadwinner impact a woman? And how does it impact her relationship and her partnership? How does it impact her position in her household? How does it impact her relationship with her children? And this is important because we are continuously pushing women and young women to achieve more to go into fields where they can have higher earnings. And there's this question about how does that impact them on the back end? And studies have shown that when when a woman is earning more than her partner and in a household, studies show that there's a high level of stigma, shame, frustration, and confusion in the dynamic between the male partner and, 
and the woman partner because of the circumstance of her earning more and being the breadwinner. Um, it shows up that there's a shift that occurs where the woman kind of pushes up against the social norm that's expected, which is that she will be deferring to her husband as he is the one who is the breadwinner. And what happens is that the, the fact that she is the, the breadwinner often is the elephant in the room and is a very source of high tension in the relationships. And the reason the tension does not exist, the same tension, it does not exist when the male is the man is the breadwinner and the family is because that is the expectation. And that is part of the role for which society has generated for men, that they are the ones who are the breadwinners. And therefore, as the male breadwinner, he is responsible for making the decisions in the household or money decisions go through him. You know, kind of he gets to be the leader of the household because he is the breadwinner. But for women, female breadwinners quite often do not sit in that role of the leader of the household as the breadwinner, which puts things in conflict, right? So if you are the breadwinner, regardless of gender, then you are the person who is responsible for the money in the household. And therefore, as order of family has gone in the past, that relegates you to the decision maker, to the person who gets to um, kind of lead the household in the sense of you stand at the top of the household and everyone else kind of defers to you. And the, everyone else's job is in support of you, right? So everyone else is there to support the rest of the household that has to run. The, the cleaning, the cooking, the rearing of the children. A lot of that is, is, is in support of you, not, not leaving you as the breadwinner to be responsible for those things because you have to go to work and earn the money, usually in a job that requires a lot from you. And so the rest of the family is like the cast who supports the effort of the breadwinner right and that usually is what happens when a male is the breadwinner in the household the woman will take on more responsibilities in the house she will be the one who takes care of the children more she will be the one who cleans more she will be the one who cooks more I'm not saying that this is always but this is just a general way in which this t tends to work and in those instances the male is fine to sit in that position right he sits in that position he he comes home he does not he's not responsible for all of those things it's okay if he can't be uh, hands on with children because he has to go to work and there's all these things. So that, that deference is given to male breadwinners. Unfortunately for female breadwinners and women who are the breadwinners, um, is that that is not given, right? A woman then, and what the studies have shown is that not only do women who are sitting in the here, I said to you 40% in, in general American households and in African American households, 60% of women are sitting in this position. Whereas the woman is then still responsible because of her, by virtue of her gender, still responsible to defer to the male because he is the leader of the household by his maleness rather than by his earning. He's a leader of the household. You must defer to him and still so, and also be the person who supports him in the household. And therefore women are stretching themselves very thin in these female breadwinner roles because they are not, they're not sitting in the role in the same way a man sits in the role, right? They are still as because of the tension that it causes between the men and the women in the household and in the relationship, they're still sitting. They're not sitting in the space. They're not sitting in the, and for lack of a better word, they're not sitting at the throne. They're not sitting in this spot that or in the privilege that comes with being the male um, 
the male breadwinner, they still become responsible for things in the household. They're still expected to be the pre- the primary when it comes to rearing their children. They're still expected to be responsible for cooking and cleaning and all these things quite often. And that is a stretch because how can a person be expected to do it all? And that tension that co- is caused in the relationship, because oftentimes women, by, by direction of a society or even their families are told you still and even by virtue of things I've read in books a lot of books out there are told female breadwinners you know you have to still defer to him you have to make him feel good about who he is you have to make sure he feels that he's still a man even though he doesn't make as much money as you or you make more money than him you know you can't relegate him to child care because he's a man and he can't just be relegated to so all these things are very gender biased right all these things are a, a, a bunch of stuff that is only told to women because women are supposed to have certain roles and so the question that i bring up here today is that in the this is part of finances too right women are striving pushing looking to be the best as should everyone right and, therefore, and then you see this tension or this blockade that comes up against what they find in their romantic relationships about being the female breadwinner and what society is pushing female breadwinners to be everything. So at, on top of going to work every day and earning more money, substantially more money than your partner and assuming that in doing so you are doing more work, you're working hard, you're really, it's a lot of demand on your job, then you come home and need to kind of switch into another role and and a role that doesn't go with being the breadwinner because the breadwinner traditionally does not have to do all of that but when it's a female breadwinner she has to stretch herself and again put extra effort into making sure that the man feels like he is the breadwinner even though he's not and you can imagine when we talk about the one of the fundamentals of walking towards your financial freedom is to speak openly and honestly about money you're not being open and honest about money if you're pretending to take on a role that doesn't fit where you are financially simply for someone else's, um, to, to make someone else feel better about who they are and where they are. Because it, it, it is, it's a disservice. And it's one for which only occurs for female breadwinners. There's no, there aren't articles about how men should make, how men should make an extra effort to make a woman feel um, much more like a woman because he's the breadwinner. That's not a, that's not the case. Because it's still society still believes that men are supposed to be the breadwinners, and so that's why there's even these articles and there's even a discussion. And I'm even doing a podcast about what it means when a woman is a female breadwinner, because it's still that far back in society where we are, where we believe that the the, the norm is men being the breadwinner. And so, what does that do to a woman? What does that do to her to her mental state and her mindset? And what does that do to the finances of the home when all of this is kind of occurring around all this tension and all this elephant in the room and all this dishonesty and all this dimming the light because that's a big thing that happens is women will shrink because if you if you stand in your space as the breadwinner you are not shrinking particularly in instances where the woman who is the breadwinner is in a leadership position at work she's not she's not a she's not a shrinking violet because she wouldn't be able to be where she is in her career if she was but when she has to come home and dim that light so that it doesn't shine brighter than her husband or her partner because for fear of making him feel as though dot 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 fill in the blank that's a terrible dance that only women have to do and it's one for which cannot be fun and can be very challenging and also does not help to serve the finances in the household because if the person who's earning the money has 
have to defer to someone else about how the decisions are made about the money. All only not not because the person's better with money, not because but only in an effort to make that person feel. So imagine what that feels like. I have to take take the money that I earn and then act as if I don't have a, a, a position on how the money is spent. I can take that. I need to take that money and pass it off to my partner without my input to kind of make it um, to make that person feel better. Or, you know, decide that we can't, we're not going to go on these vacations or we're going to, we're just going to continue to dim the light. I'm going to shrink. So in order to be this woman that is for my partner, I need to come home and cook and clean and do all these things that frankly, I don't have the time to do or I don't have the energy to do because I'm working very hard or et cetera. So it's a dynamic and it's one that's part of the financial journey because a lot of women, young women particularly, have concerns about this. They have concerns about it because if you hear conversations with young men as look people are looking to find partnerships, you talk to a lot of men and they still have this feeling like, I don't know if I could be with a woman who earns more money than me or if I do, that I'm going to be make the effort to dominate her in every other way possible so that I can make it so that this does not exist. This, 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 so that no matter, doesn't matter that she makes more money because I am the person in charge of every other thing. It can become a very challenging dynamic. It can become one that can generate some real serious conflict. So I wanted to talk about that today. What is it? What happens to the female breadwinner? How does she survive this this dance that she's required to do because of society? And it, are there benefits to being the female breadwinner? And are they on par with the benefits of being the male breadwinner? So it's, it's a discussion. It's, it, there's no one right answer. Um, but there are facts and studies that support the, the idea that there's a bigger and greater struggle for the female breadwinner. And what are we going to do about that long term? So that was one of the, the topic for today on Women Crush Wednesday. If you haven't already done so. Please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the Facebook group. I was live last night in a Facebook group. I want to get more people to join in so we can have like after the after the podcast kind of chats. So if you're um, on Facebook, join the Facebook group at Financial Emancipation. And um, the, the website is coming. I'm really excited about that. And don't forget this Sunday starts the Financial Emancipation April no shopping 30 day challenge. 30 days with no shopping besides for non-essentials. See what we can do with 30 days of no shopping, no Amazon, no online shopping, no clothes, no anything extra. Make do with what we have for 30 days. Can you do it? It's going to be difficult, but that's why they call it a challenge. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you have any questions or you have comments or anything that you want me to mention or a question you want me to answer and I can answer it on uh, live when I do those lives during the week, send it, send that question over to me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.